Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray you get something powerful from this sermon. Um, I'm going to speak about peace. And we saw up on the screen that we were singing that song all about peace, you know, peace in the storm, peace where God is, peace is in our midst. And it's so exciting to know that we serve a God of peace. Can you believe that in three weeks we're going to be sitting around a table again for Christmas? Who can believe that? All right. Who's ready? Who's done all their Christmas shopping? Oh my goodness, aren't you amazing? I'm nearly done and nobody buys as many presents as me, I can guarantee it. Um, But you know what? Three weeks and we'll be sitting together enjoying a meal and being with our family and our friends. But Christmas in the Christian calendar is so important, isn't it? It's not just about the Christmas dinner or the presents. It's actually all about Jesus And, you know, in Isaiah chapter um, 9, verse 6, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. You know, this verse was prophesied about 740 to 701 BC. This was before Jesus Christ, that the coming of, the, of Jesus, the coming of the Jesus, the coming of Jesus was going to be the, the person that would bring peace, the Prince of Peace. As we go through the message today, I really want to pray that each and every one of you will feel the unquenchable peace that God gives. See, peace isn't just feeling something. Peace is this inner peace that we know we have no matter what's happening or what's going on in our life. Did you know that in the Bible, it has a lot to say about peace. There are 329 times that peace is talked about in the Bible. The highest occurrence of that is in Isaiah. God's peace is for all of us. Sorry. As we go through, let's just take time to rest and know that God wants to do something fresh in us. You know, the word peace means a state of security, freedom from oppressive thoughts or emotions. In the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. Now, most of us would have heard of that, shalom. Shalom meaning well-being in general, all good in relationship to both man and God. And in early times, to a people who were harassed by foes, peace was the primary blessing. That's how shalom came along. It came along because they were going through so much and every time they would walk in, they would go, shalom, shalom, peace be with you, God be with you. And it was so that people would feel that calmness. It's okay. God's the God of peace. So shalom, I'm going to give you that today and enable you to know that God is with you. But to truly understand the peace that I'm talking about today, it comes with God. To find true peace, we need to be reconciled to God, to understand what he's done for us and the love he has for us. Without the reconciliation We struggle to know how to get peace. If we don't know God, we don't know true peace. It's true. 
You know, you can't not know God and still have true peace. That inner peace that never leaves us, that never walks out of our room, that never goes away. And that's what I'm talking about today. I want you to understand that whatever is going on, when we are reconciled to God, we've got this inner peace that never goes. I am spitting everywhere today. I'm so sorry. Fortunately, you're not that close. In Romans chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Christmas is the reminder once again that Jesus came to bring peace to a desperate world who needs him. He didn't just come for us. He came for all mankind. And that peace came into this world. And at the moment, whatever we face, whatever we're going through, whatever's happening around us, you know, if we are reconciled to God, we can feel the peace. We can know the peace. And it's that peace that helps us to not be concerned about what's happening around us, even though things are happening. And even though sometimes when we look at stuff, we think, how are we ever going to get through this? It's this internal peace that comes that we go, hang on a minute, God's got this. But God, he's on it. The peace of God is there for each and every one of us. Finding a lasting peace with God requires me to keep learning and growing in my faith. I love the scripture here in Romans 16, 20. It says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. Did you hear that? Even with my croaky voice. It's under our feet. You know, Satan doesn't have the victory. And in this lead up to Christmas with the busyness and everything going on and stuff happening. And often in Christmas time is when things start to happen, even in families. Families may argue or things might happen because of the pressures that are around us. Work, there's a lead up in our work because we're going to go on a break. And so we're all working really hard and it doesn't feel the peace. But what I want to say to you is, don't allow all of that to take away the internal peace that God gives to you. It's when we deep in and we go, hang on a minute, in the midst of all this chaos, I know that God is in control. I can have eternal peace. Peace that will not leave me, will not go from me and never go away. God sent Jesus to be our peace. But he didn't just do that for us. He did it for everyone. And we have a responsibility this Christmas to show the God of peace. Come on. What a better opportunity. This is our moment, people. As Christians, we're not always welcome. People don't always like what we have to say. But I'm telling you, this is the moment where we can say to people, hey, did you know that Jesus came to this earth? Because he came to bring peace. He was the one that came with that eternal peace that can flow all over the place. Can I tell you about Jesus? Don't be afraid to share him this Christmas. Share who he is. Tell people that he is the Prince of Peace. That in the midst of chaos, he can turn things around. If we are reconciled to God... 
then we can understand the peace of God. And that's what I'm trying to explain to you today. It's through the reconciliation with God, through the reconciliation of Jesus coming to the cross and dying on the cross and rising again. And we accept that. And we say, I accept you, Jesus, that suddenly we are reconciled to God, that we can genuinely know the peace of God. In Luke chapter 8, verse 22 to 25, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. Now, Britt had no idea what I was speaking on this morning and she picked that song and I'm so, I was so excited. So they got into a boat and started out. And as they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves and suddenly the storm stopped and all was calm. Then he asked them, where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man, they asked each other. When he gives a command, even the wind and the waves obey him. When Jesus spoke, peace came. Peace came, the calm came. The problem here is these disciples, they have they're walking with Jesus. They have seen him go through a whole stages of miracles. They had seen him raise someone from the dead. They had seen him lay his hands on people. They saw him speak and they turned around and they go, who is this man? Seriously, guys, wake up. Let us not be like the disciples. Let us You can be like the disciples and go out, right? (laughs) Just to clarify. But what I meant was let us not be like the disciples and have Jesus say, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Come on, let's learn. Hindsight's a good thing. I love the fact that we have the word of God and that we can go back into the word of God and go, ooh, those disciples learned a big lesson there. I reckon I'm going to take that. You know, as I grew up, my mum and dad would say, don't do that. Basically learn from me. Learn from our mistakes. Don't do it, you know. We'd say to our girls, don't do it. Learn from our mistakes. They'd still do it. But that's humans, isn't it? But the truth is that we can take a hold of the scripture we can take the words that Jesus said to them and let's turn it around and go, okay, I'm not going to be a woman or a man that doesn't have faith. If God can calm the seas, if God can heal Jesus, God, three in one, if he can do all of that, do you not think that he can do it now? Do you not think he can calm the storms in your life? Do you not think he can take the anxiousness away? Do you not think that when there is chaos around you, when it is looking like I can't do this, when it's looking like you get into that car park at Christmas time and everybody's fighting for the same car park, that you can't just go, peace, be still? That's my car park because Jesus has got that for me. Amen? 
try it. It works. I've done it numerous times. And then I look at the people and go, sorry, do you know Jesus? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That was too far. Too far. Okay. I didn't mean that. Calm. Peace. See, Jesus says, where is your faith? In other words, you've been with me. You know I am the Prince of Peace. You've read the scriptures. They've read. They've read it all. They read that he was coming to be the Prince of Peace. So let us not be like the disciples. Let us make sure that we say, I have faith you can calm this because I've got inner peace. I love this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. I want to repeat that. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. In this passage of scripture, in two verses, says so much for us to hold on to. In the time of when we're feeling anxious, or in the time where things are chaos, or in the time where we think, God, I don't know if you're in our room. Go back to this passage of scripture. Take these two verses. The first says, says, don't worry about anything. Can you hear that? So if you've got worries today, come on, don't worry about anything. My voice is coming back. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Put your faith back in God, the God of peace, the God of miracles, the God that can calm the storm, the God that can turn things around, the God that's got this. Come on, let it go. Don't worry. And then the next thing he says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Tell him, God, I'm really anxious right now. I can't stand this car park. It's causing me to feel anxious. I can't be in it anymore. You need to give me a car park. And he goes, you can walk a kilometre for that. No, he gives it right near the door. It's the peace. Ask him for what you need. I know I'm being silly about the car parks, but you know what? That's our God. He cares about the smallest little thing. We might think it's, it's insignificant. Or we might think, I'm not going to bother a God about that. I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to ask him for this. But the scripture says really clearly, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. God, I really need this, but I want to say thank you for all you've done. You are an incredible God. You are the God of peace. You are the God of mercy. You are the God of grace. You have provided for me in the past. I know you can do it again. It's as we rise up in ourselves and we declare out of our voices, oh God, thank you. Come on, when you're feeling that anxiousness, when that peace isn't there, go deep. If you're reconciled to God, you have the inner peace. And what you need to do is grab it and say, I'm going to have the peace that God said I've got. 
I'm going to put it upon me. I'm not going to walk in this. I'm not going to walk in this anxiousness or this fear. I'm going to trust my God. And I'm going to cry out for his eternal peace. It says we will experience God's peace. And it exceeds anything we can understand. Wow. Do you know what kind of peace that is? No, because you can't understand it. It's nothing we've ever understood. But it's amazing. Hand up if you've ever... No, you don't have to really put up your hand, but if you want to, you can. Hand up if you've ever felt where you've just cried out and said, God, I need your peace. And you've just felt that peace come on you. I have. Isn't it incredible? Do you know why we can do that? Because he's the prince of peace. And when we're reconciled to God, that's when we can know the internal peace. That's why people can stand. That's why you see people who have gone through so much in their life where you look at them and go, I don't know how you're still standing. I don't know how you've been able to go through what you've gone through, but you're still sitting in church worshipping Jesus and giving him honour and giving him praise. And out of your lips comes thankgiving. I don't know how that's possible. i tell you how it's possible because it's exactly what this says here. It exceeds anything we understand. Understand when we reach deep in for that peace and we say, Peace, come right now, something happens. Sometimes we don't even know we're walking in the peace, but we walk in what's happening and we come out the other side and we think, Wow, that was God. Because God's our peace, He's the God of peace so important that when we want peace from God, we choose to believe God's promises. Choose to believe it. Come on, it's, it's not, oh, it might happen. No, come on, choose. I choose to love Wayne. Do I always feel like I love him? Of course I do, just in case he's watching online. <laughs> but it's a choice. Choose the promises. Stand strong on God's word. Come on, that's what the scriptures are there for. Get into the word of God. If you are feeling like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. The best medicine is grab your Bible and grab your phone and look up Google and say scriptures on peace, scriptures on not being afraid. Look them up and read them and read them and read them and allow them to wash over you. And as you do cry out, I want the inner peace. Lord, you said that if I'm reconciled to you, I will have peace. But you've got to do an action. You've got to step out and say, God, I need your peace. Come upon me right now. In John 14, 27, I'm going to read some scriptures to you. I'm leaving you with a gift. This is Jesus. Peace of mind and heart. This is a gift. It's a gift. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give Hear that? The world can't give this to you. 
It can't. doesn't matter what you try and do. The world cannot give you the peace that we're talking about. The only way we can receive this peace is by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Saviour, by being reconciled to him and allowing him to come and be Lord of our life and not just part of our life but our whole life by saying, not my will but your will be done. God, I surrender my life to you. Here I am, holy and available in the chaos, in the midst of whatever I have to face. I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that you are the God of peace, that you are the God that will enable me. In Ephesians 2, 14, for he himself is our peace. 2 Timothy 2, 22, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace. Pursue it. Pursue it. Once we understand peace with God, we then know the peace of God. But through that brings us to a place of knowing peace with others. Here's my challenge to you today. This is Christmas. And maybe there's some people in your life that you don't have peace with. Maybe there's family members. Maybe there's some friends. Maybe some people have hurt you really badly. Before God, allow forgiveness to flow. Because until you do that, you will not find peace. We have to bring it before the Father. In Luke 23, 34, it says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. He forgave them. He forgave them. It's the peace that comes when we learn to forgive Peace with others equals peace with our relationships. Jesus gives us the peace which can enable us to have peace with others around us. In Matthew 5, 9, it says, God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Isn't that a beautiful passage? Bless those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. You know, sorry, I missed something that I really wanted to share with you. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I have. Maybe I'm not with it. Maybe I'm not supposed to share it. No, just hang there with me. Sorry, online. We're good. Really good. (laughs) I'll forget it. I don't even know where it is. All right. Let's look at Romans 12, 16 to 18. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honourable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. In Psalm 29, 11, the Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. With peace. He blesses them with peace. This morning, God wants to bless you with peace this Christmas wants to give you that peace you know the Greek word for peace is Irene it is that peace 
is the opposite of division or dissension. It is the ultimate peace that is reconciliation of God. That word Irene is used in the Greek to remind us that when we have the ultimate peace, we are reconciled to God. You won't be able to forgive successfully. You won't be able to feel the peace that we're talking about unless you're reconciled to the Father in heaven. And the only way you can be reconciled to the Father in heaven is through Jesus who died on the cross for all of us. And it's something we should never take for granted. God sent Jesus to this earth. He prophesied it through the scriptures that he was coming. And when Jesus came as that little baby, born in a manger, in a stable in Bethlehem, it changed the world forever. And every single one of us had the opportunity to know the peace of God if we are reconciled to Jesus. You can try and get peace. You may feel some peace for a while, but it'll keep coming back. It's when we stop and we say, hang on a minute. I accepted Jesus. I'm reconciled to God. I know the Prince of Peace. Right now I ask, Holy Spirit, come and wash over me this morning. So right now I'd love it if you could shut your eyes and bow your heads for a moment because I don't want to leave this this Christmas. I want to take the opportunity. I want to offer to you, Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't understand who Jesus is, this Christmas, I want to offer you that you can accept him and what he did on that cross for you. And because he rose again, it gave us an opportunity to be reconciled to God. We have a relationship with God. And that's for you as much as anyone else. And in that comes the opportunity to say, God, I need your peace. If that's you this morning and you'd like to accept Jesus, why don't you just lift your hand so I can see it this morning? I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to acknowledge it. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you. I see yours as well. Thank you. I see your hand. I see yours too. Because it's in the reconciliation that it comes. So right now I just want to pray for you that have raised your hands this morning. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you that at this Christmas time we get to celebrate your son. And I thank you that today people have made a decision to say, Jesus, we accept you. We want to be reconciled to you because we want to know that inner peace. We want to know you're with us 24-7, whatever we're going through. And because of that, I know that you're always with us. You never leave our room. And so bless them today, Lord, as they've accepted you. But right now, I'd like you to stand to your feet, please. 
some of you may be feeling really overwhelmed at the moment. You see, Ruth, I hear what you say, but I just don't feel that inner peace. Today's your day. Today's your day. Learn to tap into it. Learn to say, hey, God, I know you're the Prince of Peace. Ruth spoke about it on Sunday. And she said, I can call out to you and you'll give me that unquenchable peace. What I love about God, I've done it so many times. I've stood there and this overwhelming presence of God comes. I can't explain it. It's unquenchable. My circumstances didn't change. The situation around me hasn't changed. But what changed was me. It was my choice to go, I'm not going to allow the circumstances to dictate what I'm going to go through. I'm going to rely on my God in heaven that I am reconciled to, that promised me that he would give me a peace that I cannot explain. And so this morning, we're going to open the front. And if you need prayer this morning, don't leave here without it. We're not going to spend a lot of time praying. We're going to ask for the peace of God. And I want to say in faith that he will show up and he will come and touch you in a powerful and a mighty way. This Christmas, you have something to give away and it doesn't cost you anything. You just need to tell people that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So why don't you come if you need to? The band's going to come back and sing that song and just come. But God bless you. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including service times and our live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.